1: Yeah. Boston,
2: calling Inspector
1: Faraday. I'm Inspector Faraday. One
2: moment, please. Here's your party.
3: Go ahead, Boston. Hello, Faraday. This is Blackie.
1: Frankie? What are you doing out of town? You don't know? I can guess. You talked me into holding John Barnes in the Bradley killing for me to make an arrest. Then you beat it out of town because you knew I didn't have enough evidence to
3: hold him. My, you're ungrateful, Inspector? I found out Barnes had a motive to kill Bradley, didn't I? Yeah. I proved Barnes had an opportunity to kill Bradley, didn't I? Yeah. I also found a witness who did a pretty good job of placing Barnes at the scene of Bradley's death, too, didn't I?
1: Yes, but you didn't clinch the case against him. Did not I? No. What I need is proof that Bradley was killed with Barnes's gun. I don't have Barnes's gun.
3: Well, you do now, Faraday, because everything that's mine is yours, pal. You,
1: you've got the murder gun? How'd you get it, Blackie? Where?
3: Up here in Boston. I really want to know how. I had to be sort of a bad boy to get
1: it. Uh, forget I asked.
3: It's forgotten. In a few hours, Faraday, you'll have the murder gun in your own little hands. And then you can give it to Barnes right in his neck.
1: Blanky, uh, be careful, will you?
0: Why?
1: Barnes's pals aren't the friendly type. They not only want to get that gun, they're going to want to get you.
0: And now, back to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend.
4: Yeah? New York, calling Mr. Gus Johnson. I'll take it.
2: Thank you. Go ahead, New York. Here's your party.
5: Gus. Yeah? This is Johnny. Johnny Barnes.
4: Oh, yeah, Johnny. Uh,
5: just checking. You went to Boston to get rid of that gun of mine. Did you do it?
4: Yeah, I got rid of it the hard way. It was stolen about an hour ago. I was going to call you. Stolen? Who stole it? Guess who. Boston Blackie. Yeah. I figured on trouble from him when I heard he followed me here to Boston. By the time I got back to the hotel, he'd already swiped the gun.
5: Where's Blackie now?
4: At his hotel. I got Joe trailing him. That was his last report. Well, get up there and get back that gun. I can't, Johnny. It's too late. Look, you want me to go to the chair? Of course not.
5: Well, I will if you don't find that gun. The cops know I hated Bradley. They know plenty more, too, but they need that gun to prove I knocked him off. I know. Then get it back from Blackie. It's registered in my name, and ballistics will prove it was the gun that killed Bradley. If the cops get that gun, I'm finished.
4: What am I to do, Johnny? Blackie sent the gun to Faraday. Air mail. What? Joe was watching him. He couldn't do anything about it. Too many people around.
5: Oh. It's, uh. It's in the mail to Faraday now, huh? Yep. Gus. Gus, I got an idea. And you're just the guy who can make it work.
4: Say, Miss Wesley. What time did that wire say Blackie's plane was getting in? Three o'clock, Shorty. Gee, three o'clock, huh? Gosh, we're a little late getting there, ain't we? Yes, a little. I wish we'd started earlier. I'd like to have seen his plane come in. Yeah, me too. But not because I think planes is pretty. Oh? Well, then why, Shorty? Well, didn't Blackie's telegram say he got the gun Johnny Barnes used to kill that Bradley guy? Oh, no, no. He told me that on the phone. Well, Blackie's gonna need protection from the minute he gets off that plane. I know a couple of the Barnes mob, and they ain't forgiving characters. But they're going to be awful sorry, Blackie, when Barnes gets sent to the chair. Yes, I'm afraid you're right.
2: And when Inspector Faraday gets Barnes' gun, Barnes is as good as convicted, isn't he? Yeah.
4: Oh, here's the airport. Yeah. Where do we park? Well, let's see. Uh,
2: Why don't you drive right up to the administration building? We're late, and Blackie's probably waiting for us inside. Okay. Hey, how about here? That's fine.
4: Want to come in with me? Yeah, sure. I'll get out on your side. All right. Uh, I think we can go in that door there. Okay. Hey, wait. Wait, I'll open the door for you. Thank you. Big at gate six, All aboard. Wow. Wow, big joint this is. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs>
2: I don't see Blackie anywhere, though, do you? No,
4: no, I don't.
2: Well, maybe his plane's late. Let's ask at the information desk. Okay. For Washington, Cincinnati, and Chicago, leaving at gate six. All aboard. Well, here's the information desk, Miss Wesley. Oh, yes. Uh, pardon me, but could I have some information? Yes, ma'am. Has the plane from Boston arrived yet?
6: Flight 68?
2: Oh, oh,
4: excuse me. Yes, of course. Flight 68.
6: No, ma'am. Flight 68 is late, but we expect it soon. Gate three. Thank you. You're welcome.
4: Miss Wesley, shall we go out to gate three and watch it come in?
2: No, Shorty. You can see if we we'll wait here and watch through that big window there.
4: Oh, yeah. Hey, look at that big four motor job taking off out there.
2: Yes, I see it. But I'm more interested in seeing Blackie's plane come in.
4: Hey, Miss Wesley, you ain't worried because Blackie's plane is late, are you?
2: I don't know, Shorty. I, I...
4: It's just that I have a funny feeling. Oh, Miss Wesley, planes have been late before. Well, sometimes maybe an hour late. They have a flat tire, or they get stuck on a sticky cloud, Look, Shorty, or Inspector Faraday's just come in. I, Forty-one. Gosh, would he in, I don't know, but he sees us. Gosh, you don't think maybe something's gone wrong, huh? Well, Hello, I don't Miss know, I...
1: Hello, Shorty. Hello, oh, Inspector. Hi,
4: Inspector. What are you? Uh, what are you here for?
1: What do you think I'm here for? To meet a train?
4: Well, you're here to meet Blackie, too, Inspector Faraday. Yeah. How'd you know? I, 41, oh, I'm just smart, I guess.
1: You smart? Enemies. Bad guess. Oh, Isn't Blackie's plane in yet?
2: No, Inspector. It's late.
1: I might have known. Blackie's probably telling the pilot how to fly. What plane's Blackie on? Flight
2: 68.
1: Flight 68, huh? now it'll be just like Blackie to keep that plane up, so I'll have to wait for hours. <laughs> While well, I'm waiting. Come in, Flight 68.
6: <laughs> Tom, any word from Flight 68? Not a peep for the last five hours, Harry. Not a peep, huh? Doesn't seem possible. Four hours overdue on a flight of an hour and ten minutes. Have you kept checking? Every five minutes. I'll try again, Tom. Okay.
5: New York calling Cross Nation Airways, Flight 68. New York calling Cross Nation Airways, Flight 68. Flight 68, come in. Flight 68, come in. Come
6: in. Now hold it, Tom. Anything? Nothing. Well, when did you last hear? Ten minutes out of Boston. Pilot radio did okay. Said he was on the beam. And not a word since? Not a word. Now well, we got a lost plane then, Tom. She's out of gas and down somewhere by now. But uh, keep trying to make contact. We may... Any word from Flight 68 yet? Say, nobody's allowed in the control tower, and that means you, too. I'm Inspector Faraday. Police. Oh, sorry, Inspector. Skip it. Any word from Flight 68? No, she's four hours overdue, and that means she's down somewhere, out of gas. Or maybe worse. Yeah, I'd think so, too. Except we haven't had a report of any crash. You mean the plane's just disappeared? So far it has. Look, let me see that passenger list. There's something crazy about this. Yeah, the passenger list is the craziest thing about the whole flight, Inspector. What do you mean? Well, flight 68 is a 21-passenger ship. 20 reservations were canceled at the last minute. Huh? That's right. So the plane left Boston with only one passenger. One passenger? Who? Oh. A man by the name of Boston Blackie. Mm-hmm.
4: Miss Wesley, why don't they put cushions on the seats in this place can Here I have comes to wait?
2: Inspector Faraday, maybe he has word about Blackie's plane.
4: Gee, he looks awful sick, Miss Wesley. Yes,
2: he does, doesn't he? What is it, Inspector?
1: I'm afraid I got bad news for you, Miss Wesley. Oh. Looks as if Flight Sixty Eight has had an accident. Oh no, Gee. no, I, I and Blackie was on it, Miss Wesley. Oh. The only passenger.
4: Here, here Wesley. Maybe, Miss Wesley. Maybe you better Wesley sit down, huh? No, no, Miss it's not right. Wesley. Yeah, I hear my name?
1: Uh, yeah, phone call, Miss Wesley. You want me to take uh, it? No, phone, phone No, no, phone, no. I'll get my
4: information, uh, Dad. The information, Ms. desk Mary is right Wesley, over here. I'll, Wesley, I'll get. Oh, we'll go with you, Miss Wesley. Yeah, sure.
2: Oh, all right. Maybe you better.
1: Here, here we are. Uh, this is Miss Wesley. Uh, she'll take that call. Oh, yes, right here, ma'am.
2: Thank you. Hello?
3: Hello, Mary? Blackie! Blackie?
2: Bla- oh, Blackie, where are you?
3: In my apartment. You obviously didn't get my second wire. Oh, no,
2: no, darling. I didn't.
3: My plane reservation was canceled, no flight, so I wired you and took the train.
2: You took the train, but but Inspector Faraday was told you were on that plane.
3: Faraday, is he there?
2: Yes, yes, he's right here.
1: Let me talk to him. All
2: right. Here, Inspector, he wants to talk to you. Thanks. Oh, sure, he's all right.
1: Frankie, what's the idea? I, I thought you were dead.
3: Well, that's about as accurately as you usually think, Faraday.
1: Well, what else could I think? That plane you were going to take has disappeared. You're listed as a passenger, the
3: only passenger. Well, that's crazy, Faraday. The airline told me the plane was...
1: Well, it did fly, and carrying one passenger who called himself Boston Blackie, it vanished into thin air. You meet me in my office, Blackie. I got a hunch you can explain this, and I think you'd better.
0: And now, back to Boston Blackie. John Barnes kills a man named Bradley and gives the gun to a friend, Gus Johnson, to get rid of in Boston. Blackie trails Johnson to Boston, steals the gun from him, and mails it to Inspector Faraday, thereby sealing Barnes' fate as a killer and wires Mary Wesley that he is en route by plane. But the plane, supposedly carrying Blackie, disappears into thin air. Actually, Blackie has come back to the city by train, and as we return to our story, he is in Faraday's office trying to solve the mystery of the missing plane. A plane just doesn't
3: disappear, Faraday. Apparently you've been reading too many spook stories, mm. and I haven't. So getting me down here was just a waste of time. All right, Blanky, if that plane hasn't disappeared, you tell me where it is. It's down somewhere, forced landing with a radio
1: dead, or maybe it crashed. No good. They told me at the airport if the plane was down or crashed, they'd have a report almost
3: immediately. They don't have a report yet, and the plane is now eight hours overdue. Uh, Let me see now. I got a call from the airline in Boston about an hour before plane time. The man said my flight was canceled. They'd send for my ticket right away and give me another one later. Uh So a bellboy came up for my ticket, and I gave it to him. Then instead of waiting for the next plane, I took the train. What does that explain? It explains why I wasn't on the plane. I have a hunch that I was called not by the airline, but by Johnny Barnes' pal, Gus Johnson. And he took that plane in my place. Why? I think this is why. He saw me send the gun to you, airmail. Then he found out a package mailed at that time would leave Boston on Flight 68. Uh Uh-huh. He had to get that gun out of the mail. But that was impossible, so he did the next best thing. He stole the plane. He stole the plane? Sure, because when he stole the plane, he also stole the gun. I'm sure that's what happened. Well, maybe so.
1: But does that explain why the 20 other passengers on Flight 68 canceled their reservations at the last
3: minute? Sure it does. It was decided for them the same way it was decided for me. Faraday, the whole thing is beginning to make sense now. Yeah, but it's only theory. Get on the phone to Boston, and I think you'll find out it's all fact. I intend to. But I'm not as interested in that
1: missing plane as I am in that missing gun. How can I convict Bonds without it?
3: You can't, Faraday. You know it, I know it, and Bonds knows it. Well, that
1: makes three of us all in agreement. Aren't we clever? I
3: don't know. I'm going to see Bonds now and find out if he's as clever as he thinks he is.
5: How nice of you to
3: call on me, Blackie.
5: You've, uh... Come to console me in my trouble, of course. Oh, I
3: don't think you need consolation from me, Barnes. Aren't your, um, your close friends doing plenty of weeping and wailing?
5: Not exactly.
3: Look, Barnes, your pal Gus Johnson told you I sent the gun to Faraday by airmail, didn't he? Did he? I think he did. And I think you found out the gun was being sent on Flight 68 out of Boston. So you saw to it that Flight Sixty Eight never reached New York.
5: Oh, say, I, I just heard on the radio about that unfortunate plane. Fantastic, isn't it?
3: It hasn't crashed.
5: It hasn't made a forced landing, and it hasn't been heard of. Just vanished. Strange, isn't it?
3: I don't think it's strange at all. I think you stole that plane. You
5: think? Uh... <laughs> well, that's more fantastic than the fact the plane is missing. Now, how could I steal an airplane? Why would
3: I steal an airplane? To get rid of that pistol. It carried evidence that would send you to the electric chair. It was one way for you to steal back your gun.
5: Oh, so you've lost the gun, huh, Blackie? Well, maybe you're the one that needs consoling. Please allow me to be the first to offer... Save money. it,
3: Barnes. When they start giving out consolation prizes, I think you'll get them all. <laughs> Hello?
4: Blackie, this is Shorty. Yes, Shorty. Gee, am I glad you finally lighted Miss Wesley's apartment. I've been calling you all over town.
3: What's the matter, Shorty?
4: I got some news for you. What is it? Gus Johnson's in town. He's in the hospital with a broken leg. You sure? Yeah. His girlfriend, Blondie White, just told me all about it.
3: A broken leg, huh? Yep. How'd he break it?
4: I don't know, Blackie. Even Miss White didn't know that.
3: Thanks, Shorty. I think I'll go see him. Uh, But tell me... Do you know anything about Gus? Anything I ought to know to make him start talking?
4: No, Blackie, I don't. He hasn't been with Barnes very long,
3: though. Oh, a new member of the gang, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Well, what did he do before he joined Barnes?
4: Oh, a little bit of everything, I guess. Blondie White told me he did a lot of crazy things.
3: What, for instance?
4: Well, he was an auto racer, a circus daredevil, a stunt pilot, a seaman,
3: steeplejack. And that's enough, Shorty. That's more than enough. (laughs) You don't mind coming to the hospital with me, do you, Mary?
2: Are you kidding, Blackie? I'm a nurse, remember?
3: But I'm not a patient. Don't forget that. Oh. Oh, nurse. Yes? (laughs) I mean the nurse behind that desk. Oh, you. Oh, nurse. Yes? We'd like to see Gus Johnson. Visitors allowed?
7: Oh, oh, yes. Uh, Mr. Johnson is resting quite comfortably. He hasn't had a visitor since 3 o'clock. It's 4 now. I I suppose you can go right in. Thanks.
3: Uh, Which room is he in?
7: Oh, that one right there, seven
2: eleven.
3: Thank you. Come on, Mary. I'm right with you. Here's Johnson's room.
2: Yes, seven eleven. Sure is a lucky number. Too bad he didn't have it before his leg was broken. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the matter? Doesn't he answer? No. Darling, maybe he's asleep.
3: He might be. But it'll be all right if we go in. Oh, the nurse wouldn't have said so. Come on.
2: Oh, yes, he's sleeping all right. See him just like a baby.
3: That baby has a record of 11 arrests and three convictions. Oh. Well, let's wake him up. Hey, Johnson.
2: Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Johnson, wait. We... isn't he going to wake up?
3: No, Mary. Not now or ever. He's got a knife in his heart. Get the nurse quick.
2: Oh, yes, yes, all right. Uh, nurse. Nurse, can you come here and put what, what, What's the matter? It's your patient, Mr. Johnson. What's
7: the matter
3: with him? Uh, nothing except that he has a knife in his heart.
7: But, but how, how did that. Nurse, had, you said Mr. Johnson had a visitor about an hour ago. Who was that? Well, I, I don't know. I didn't pay much attention. But, please, I've got to call a doctor and get the police.
3: In just a minute, was the visitor a man?
7: Uh, well, yes, but I, I can't remember what he looked like. Look, Mr. Johnson wasn't a sick man. He could have all the visitors he wanted. I, I just didn't pay any attention to anyone who came to see him.
3: Oh, did anyone else come to see him?
7: Well, Yes, a girl this morning. What'd she look like? Well, she was blonde. That's all I remember, just
2: blonde. Uh,
3: that must have been his girlfriend, Blondie White.
2: How'd you know about her, Blackie?
3: Shorty told me about her this morning. She told him she'd been here. Uh, thanks, nurse. You can call the police now. Come on, Mary. Sure
7: thing. Uh, wait, wait, aren't you going to stay? The, the
3: police will want to see me? Just tell them the name was Blackie. They'll know where to find me.
2: Where?
3: At Blondie White's. She doesn't know it yet, but she's got something awfully important to tell me. <coughs> I hope you don't mind my coming to see you so soon after Gus's death, Miss White.
7: No, Blackie. Why should I mind?
3: Well, maybe you'll have reason to when you find out why I'm here.
7: I didn't kill Gus, if that's what you're leading up to. No, I don't
3: think you did. But I think you know who did.
7: I don't know a thing.
3: Now, look. You saw Gus this morning. He probably told you a lot of things. Maybe even who was coming to see him later in the day. You
7: look, Blackie. Gus is dead, and that's trouble enough for me for one day. I'm not going to shoot my mouth off and get a dose of the same thing Gus got.
3: But you do know who came to see Gus this afternoon.
7: I said I wasn't talking.
3: You don't have to be afraid of me, Miss White.
7: I'm not scared of you. You didn't kill Gus.
3: You're afraid of the man who did.
7: Look, when you know something that isn't healthy to talk about, you don't talk about it. I understand that.
3: But do you know what you're doing by keeping quiet? You're protecting the man who killed Gus. No,
7: I'm not. I'm just protecting myself.
3: Well, I'll fix it so you won't need protection. Will you talk then?
7: I don't know. Look,
3: I'll make a bargain with you. If I promise to send Johnny Barnes to the chair for killing Bradley, will you tell me who killed Gus? Sure. Thanks, Miss White. Thanks a lot. Thanks for what? In the one word, sure, you told me who killed Gus. It was Barnes. You don't know that. Oh, yes, I do, Miss White. You promised to tell me who killed Gus if I sent Barnes to the chair for killing Bradley. That means he couldn't scare you anymore. Stick by me, and I'll get him for sticking a knife into your boyfriend, too.
1: Look, Barnes, you're in a police station, not a laugh movie. So take that smirk off your face.
5: (laughs) I'm sorry, Inspector Faraday, but I can't help it. (laughs) You and Blackie are both wasting your time keeping me here. Let
3: us worry about that, Barnes.
5: Well, sure, Blackie. I'm not worried about anything. I've just been too smart for you.
1: Yeah, you've been smart, Barnes. But not smart enough. I know exactly what happened to that missing plane
3: now and why it had only one passenger on it.
5: Now, aren't you clever, Inspector?
3: No, I'm not clever. Just thorough. You know how Barnes got rid of the other passengers on the missing plane Friday? Sure, I do. It was just as you said, Reggie. He had his pal Gus Johnson go to the airlines,
1: dressed as a policeman, and get a passenger list. Then Johnson and his pal Joe called up all the passengers, pretended to be airline ticket agents, and canceled their reservations.
3: Which is what they did to me, too. Only guess Johnson used my reservation. Sure Johnson used it. He used it so he could get rid of that plane.
5: Uh, This is all very interesting, gentlemen, but none of it concerns me. No? Now, why should I want to steal a plane? Why should I have Johnson go to all the trouble of canceling 20 plane reservations?
3: Well, that's easy, Barnes. You didn't want Johnson to go to the trouble of having to kill 20 passengers. The three members of the crew were trouble enough.
5: All of it was trouble. It was Johnson's trouble, not mine. I just don't see any connection between the missing plane and me. Well,
1: I do. Your pal Johnson knew Blackie had mailed that murder gun to me. A gun which would prove you killed Bradley. A gun which would send you to the chair.
5: Oh, really? Uh, What uh, happened to that gun, Blackie? You don't know what
1: happened to it, Barnes. It went down where that plane Johnson stole.
5: Oh, did it? What a shame. Well, I guess you don't want me for anything more, do you? I want
1: plenty with you, Barnes. I know you killed Bradley. I know you engineered the theft of that plane and the murder of its crew. I know you killed Gus Johnson.
5: Then why don't you arrest me?
1: Because I want to do more than that. I want to send you to the chair. And I need the murder gun to do it. If it's your gun, then I've got you.
5: Yes, but before you get me, you'll have to get that gun. Huh. Gentlemen, I think I'll be going. Just a
3: minute, Barnes. Faraday, you'll be able to convict Barnes if you have his gun? Sure I can, you know that. But how can I get it now? What's, uh, this gun look like, Faraday? It looks like a gun. What should it look like? Your gun, probably. Because I just took it out of my pocket? Oh, no. It's Barnes' gun. The gun I stole from Gus Johnson. And I figured the best place to keep it was with me. That's... that's my gun? No, no, you put my gun in the mail. Oh, no, I put my gun in the mail. I knew I was being shadowed, so I wrapped up my gun, sealed, and mailed it for his benefit. I figured it was a way to take him off my trail. I didn't know Barnes here would try to get it even after it was in the mail. Give me that gun. Let me see it. Yeah, it's Barnes' gun, all right. And I think ballistics tests will show it was the gun that killed Bradley.
1: Blackie, one of these days... Sit where you are, Barnes. Get used to sitting in a chair. Only the next one isn't going to be so comfortable.
2: Where are we driving, Blackie?
3: Out in the country to see Blondie White.
2: You mind? No, I should say not. She helped you solve a murder case.
3: She did more than help me, Mary. She was all the proof I needed that Barnes killed Gus Johnson. She kept a promise to tell me who killed Gus as soon as I proved Bonds killed Bradley.
2: How did she know Bonds killed Gus?
3: Gus told her Bonds was coming to see him at 3 o'clock. A medical examination showed Gus was killed at about that time, and he hadn't had any other afternoon visitors besides us. Oh,
2: I know why Gus was killed, because he knew too much.
3: He not only knew too much, Mary, he did it all himself.
2: Now, wait a minute. You mean he actually stole that plane?
3: Yes. He took my place on the plane. Then when the ship was in the air, he killed the hostess. Then he went to the cockpit and killed the pilot and co-pilot.
2: And bailed out before the ship crashed? Oh, that was how he broke his leg, huh? Golly, what a chance he took.
3: No, he didn't take any chance at all, Mary. I found out from Shorty, Gus had once been a stunt flyer. After he killed the crew, he took over the plane himself.
2: And landed. I see.
3: No, you're wrong again. He headed it out toward the ocean. Just inside of the coast, he set the plane on automatic pilot, and then he bailed out.
2: For goodness sake. And now that plane is somewhere at the bottom of the ocean.
3: Yes, Mary. And even though something very clever went on up in the air, we figured it because we kept our feet on the ground.